She's a small wonder. I'd like you both to meet Vicky. A child unlike other girls. And that's a real kid, right? No, no, it's a robot. Made of plastic. Microchips here and there. You're my voice input child identical. V I C I I pronounce it Vicky. Welcome to 2024, and welcome to the second half of season three of Small Wonder. Now, in December, I did warn you that the first episode of the year was going to be a real shit show, mainly because of the non-existent plot or just what they decided to go with. Season three, episode 13, Uga. Muga. This aired December 5th, 1987. The Lawsons perform at a large fundraiser. And of course we have to see Brandon Brindle's stupid fucking face. We just saw him, I swear, in the last damn episode. Ugh. So we also have Robert Jennings. Why the fuck? I mean, I get it. He's Ted and Brandon's boss. We have Mickey Moore. There's a shit ton of guest stars. A lot of extra people that we probably don't need. Mickey Morton as Delivery Boy. Lou Carey as Bronco. Kelly Jean Brower as Ventriloquist. And Kelby Folkser as Living Doll. Okay. Sounds like an episode out of the Twilight Zone. We got Leslie H. Martinson. We got writers Warren S. Murray, of course, who the character Warren is named after. We got Bruce Kane. And, of course, the creator Howard Leeds, having a hand in the writing of this episode. Guys, what were you thinking? That's my question. Again, as you know, if you're not familiar, I don't watch these episodes ahead of time. So what's going to happen is basically... Anybody's guess at this point. Anybody's guess. It just sounds like... I th- Yeah, I think at the end of the year when I, I was kind of killing... Some, by going through the, what episodes... Because this year we of 2024, we are wrapping up Season 3 of Small Wonder at the end. But good golly, they got some stinkers in here. <laughs> They have some good ones, but there are a handful of stinkers this second half of season three. So without further ado, let's jump right in. So we come out of the intro. Looks like it's got to be a Saturday because Joan and Ted are just hanging out on the couch watching TV. That, honestly, I don't know if I've said this before, that couch looks like the comfiest couch to ever exist. And then we see Vicky. It looks like she's doing some household cleaning because that way Joan doesn't have to do it. Joan's got a lot of gum. Hey, 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 what's the big idea, short stuff? Presenting that master of mystery, that prince of prestidigitation, that sultan of sorcery, the great last Sony. Oh, jeez. Thank you, thank you, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you for that overwhelming applause and for the pretty lady in the front row oh thank you sir if you will please pick card any card <laughs> uh, just kidding yeah. sir examine this hat do you find any 
anything on the inside of it. Not a thing, Great Lawsoni. Ta-da! Not yet, Vicky. You wait till after I do the trick. What a ham. Like his father. <laughs> alakazoo, alakazam, presto change-o. Hmm. Hmm. That's what's to be. Now, Vicky. Ta-da! Absolutely amazing how does he do it. The second show will begin right after the great Lassoni finishes reading the next chapter in his magic book. Oh. We now return to your regularly scheduled program. Aren't they cute? Yeah, I can do magic. Boom, lega, 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 boom, lega, 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 boom, lega, 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 lega. So Vicky comes in. I thought she was cleaning or something. She's not. She's bringing out a little table that's got a creepy-ass bunny holding up the top of the table. I gotta say, Jamie's 12, right? Isn't he a bit old to be doing lame-ass magic tricks? I mean, and I'm just thinking they're sitting there watching this go on while he's like, oh, pick a card, any card. The cards are stuck together. Oh, here's some fake flowers for mom. Oh, let's pull out a fake stuffed rabbit out of a hat. And I'm just like, oh, the things we did with our imagination before the internet existed. <laughs> it just he, he just seems too damn old to be doing fucking magic tricks. I mean, my gosh. He's like, oh, I'll be back with round two after I read the next chapter of my magic book. Oh, my gosh, Jamie. Go find another hobby. Something, anything. So, of course, the doorbell rings. Five bucks says it's Brandon Brindle. Aren't Is that clever? Very. Obviously, it wasn't your idea. 
So yeah, of course it's Brandon, and he's basically begging Ted to join the Caribou Club because they haven't had a member in like three fucking years. And then he starts basically blackmailing Ted, saying, if you don't do it, you can kiss, basically, seems like he's like threatened to, to fire him, saying, if you don't do it, I'll fire you. But we have a Robert Jennings Day where we donate to his favorite charity. And then Brandon, like, hands the guy the check. And then he's also mentioned, like, if you do it, there's a possibility you could be promoted. And this and that. And it's it just, it's, I get it. Ted doesn't want to do it because it's stupid. And even, you know, Mr. Jennings, the president of the robotics company, would never join. And it just, I just, oh, it's just, it's so stupid. The writers on the show, writing it so Brandon is Ted's boss. How Brandon got picked for a promotion over Ted is the biggest load of bullshit I've ever heard in my life. But Joan's like, hey, if you don't want a promotion with a big office and a window, then don't just keep going the way you're. He's like, just because he joins a stupid club doesn't mean that he's going to. And I guess the kids are putting on the talent show. So my guess is it's going to include Vicky and Jamie and Harriet. Right? They're all going to do some form of a talent. And I can just see Jamie with his, his magic show act. Ugh. So, man, if it's not Brandon coming through the front door, it's Harriet coming through the back door. Because this must be the next day. Because I I thought her bland gray long shirt outfit thing was bad. What Joan is wearing is nothing compared to the hodgepodge, disgusting shape mess that is on her black sweater that she's currently wearing in the kitchen. Yeah. Johnny, 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 tell me the good news about joining the Caribous. I, I came right over to congratulate you. Ugh. I came over to see Jamie. I don't need an excuse. I'm a woman in love. Ugh. Uh, Jamie's in the living room, honey, practicing his magic. Whenever I'm with Jamie... It's always magic. <laughs> well, now that you're a caribou wife, I'm going to give you the thrill of being my assistant on the entertainment committee. Hell no. Well, as your assistant, what would I have to do? All the work. <laughs> no. 
and Daddy. Wait till you see the great magic tricks Jamie can do. Go ahead, Jamie. Okay. Ta-da! Not yet, Vicky. Give my assistant a dollar bill. Uh, uh, dollar bill, huh? Okay. I'm sorry, all I've got is a ten. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Assistant, scissors, please. Scissors. Well, I Yeah, I was going to say. Well, I'm just the beginner. <laughs> just kidding, Mr. Brindle. Here's your $10. Yep. You owe me nine bucks. Daddy, how about letting Jamie do his tricks on your charity show? Mm. Hey, I like that. I can be your assistant. No. Well, I don't really need a new assistant. Well, I don't really need a magic act. <laughs> so it's not just Harriet at the back door, it's Brandon as well, and he wants to make Joan his assistant for this charity children's talent show thing. And Joan's like, okay, what do I do? And he's like, oh, all the work. I'm like, oh, go fuck yourself. I'm not doing that. So Jamie comes in wearing the top hat and the cape. And he's like, oh, give me a dollar, Mr. Brindle. I'll show you a magic trick. And Brandon's like, oh, I only have a $10, which in 87, $10 went a hell of a lot farther than it would go today. So I can see when <laughs> Jamie cuts that $10 bill about, you ain't getting that $10 bill back. But, hey, magic, here's a single. <laughs> here's a dollar bill. And he says, you owe me $9, kid. Like, uh-huh. So, Harriet's the one that suggests that Jamie do his magic act on the the talent show thing. And then he ends up making Harriet his new assistant. Ugh, crazy. Joan and, and Vicky are, I don't know what, where are this, what toys are we looking at? It's a woman mannequin dressed in later hosing that's not a toy it's like a light yeah a life-size mannequin with a blonde wig and later hosing and then some creepy dolls like porcelain face dolls like behind those aren't toys is this supposed to be like a toy store it's it's a brick wall with a little alcove it, it's just it's creepy looking what even is is this a mall? What is this? Looks like a back alley with some shady shit going on here. Cause she's talking about how she got Vicky some more new clothes. Yeah, whenever she says she buys clothes for Vicky, we always see her right wearing that red and white dress. Oh, Vicky, I think we got some really cute clothes. <laughs> Look at all the toys. The great big doll, isn't she pretty? No. Oh, hello. 
Hideous. those other people. I'd like you to meet Bill, Charlie, and Bronco, the admissions committee of the Caribou Time. Dang, what the fizzes. That's a mating call I'm already spoken for. <laughs> Where are they each? You can't have a meeting without each, big guy. Get with there. Uh, right over here, Bronco. Uh, my wife uh, made some more d'oeuvres. Shrimp. <laughs> Made these uh, these these small. I mean these uh, these little uh, prawns. If you say dessert, a strawberry shortcake, I'm gonna bite you on the knee. Okay, everybody, sit down. Let's get this meeting underway. We are gathered here to consider the application for membership in the Caribou of Ted Lawson. Anybody who thinks he should not join, raise your hand. Terrific. He's accepted. I object. I raise my hand. Jeez, I'm sorry, Brock. I thought you were just trying to look taller. <laughs> Kitty boy, you are now a member of the Caribou's. <laughs> now, of course, you do still have to go through the Caribou initiation. Uh, and what's the Caribou initiation? Are you going to strap me to some guy's bumper? <laughs> no, nothing so childish as that. No. See, what you have to do is, whenever you run into a fellow Caribou, you have to hop up and down on one foot Stick your thumbs in your ears, wiggle your fingers, and say Oga Moga three times. Oh, oh, that's very adult. <laughs> then you kneel down and bow in reverence to your fellow caribou. Oh, you give me a break. And here is your official caribou cloth. What is this for? Well, while you're down there, you shine our shoes. <laughs> so cute. Oh, forget it, Brandon. There's just no way. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> personally would not want the president of my company referring to me as old what's-his-name. Mr. Jennings calls me old what's-his-name. Well, don't listen to anything he says. He's a dick. <laughs> and he's full of shit. Dad, you're better than this. That life-size human doll is the creepiest thing I've ever seen. It's got like a little wind-up thing in its back. And Jonah's like, oh, look, Vicky, it's a toy doll. And Vicky tries to do basically the robot moves. And Joan thinks that she can, what, just ask the guy, like, hey, can we borrow this for the charity thing? So now we get... Back to the house. Ted's got 
hors d'oeuvres and whatnot for the caribou initiation meeting. We got a, I don't even know how you would refer to them, whether dwarf or however, but um, we have a handful of caribou members and Brandon's spouting some stupid shit about, like, oh, when you see a caribou member on the street, you're supposed to, like, hop up and down and stick your fingers in your ears and wiggle your fingers and then shine our shoe. Okay, go fuck yourself, Brandon. Hell no. And why is Ted believing, like, oh, how Mr. Jennings refers to you, Ted, as old what's-his-name? Brandon can go fuck himself 500 ways to Sunday. I just, uh, bleh, uh, I, I don't know. I just, I knew this episode was going to be stupid as hell going into it, and I just can't. I just, I can't with Brian. Every time he's on the screen, I want to punch him in the damn face. So, let's move on to Jamie and the magic trick of what? He's sawing Vicky in half. He's got a blanket over her. She's laid across a sawhorse table set up. And now, ladies and gentlemen... Before your very eyes, my assistant will float in midair. Vicky, I command you to rise. <laughs> What's that? You say she's being lifted by wires under the cape? Nay, nay. Okay, seriously, are we still going with damn spanking jokes for three seasons in? Let's disappear. Disappear. Damn. Oh, neat. Let me try. Now, now, Brandon, be careful. 
Oh, come on, Joan. It's just like winding my watch. You stupid dumbass. Oh, fuck you. Break it. I'm sure we can get it fixed, but I'm afraid not in time for the show. Oh, honey, the kids are going to be so disappointed. Duh. I mean, in all the publicity, it said that we were going to have this wonderful life-size doll. Maybe you still can. So Jamie's making it look like Vicky can float. And when Joan and Ted come in, they're like, okay, what are you doing? Oh, with the illusion, I'm presenting the illusion that Vicky can float. And three seasons in, Jamie is fucking 12, and Ted is still threatening to whoop his ass. Can we stop? I mean, my goal, in different strokes, I don't know how the hell old Arnold was towards the end of it, but it seemed like even in the last damn season, Drummond was still like, I'm going to paddle your behind there, Arnold, or... You're not going to sit for a week. Or some stupid shit like that. It's like, come the fuck on. So, of course, they bring this creep-ass doll. This thing is the hideous thing I've ever seen in my life. It's got a big old wind-up thing in the back of it. Like a little crank. That these two guys deliver. So that way Joan can... She's get, got everyone hyped up, like, oh, a life-size, real life-size doll. Everyone's going to be, kids will be so disappointed that we don't have it. Because Brandon goes over and he starts, like, winding it. And she's like, careful, you're going to break. He's like, oh, no, no, it's just like my watch at home. Dude, no, it's not the same thing. And then the thing, like, bends over like it's broken. He's like, oh, just like my watch. I'm like, Brandon, get the fuck out of here before I kill you. Oh, my gosh. And then on top of, before that, He's got in a box that you would put like a Christmas sweater, like you're wrapping up a Christmas gift in. He gives Ted, and it's a camel camouflage hat, a camel hat with like fake ass antlers on it. And saying, hey, you're part of the caribou club now. And then he's like, oh, what do you do when a, a younger caribou sees an older one? And Ted's like, I'm not fucking doing that in front of my wife. Do not make me. But Joan's like, you better if you want that promotion. What? Joan, damn it! What the hell? He ain't getting no damn promotion. So he hops on one foot up and down and sticks his fingers in his ears, wiggles his fingers, and goes, ooga, mooga, ooga, mooga. And then he proceeds to buff Brandon's shoe with a skank-ass cloth. I swear, it's like the equivalent of saying to Ted, Brandon wants him to suck his dick. I mean, that's the epitome of humiliation in Ted's eyes. <laughs> that feels like that's the equivalent of, you're going to do this in front of your wife. I don't care if it embarrasses you. Ugh. So, to Brandon, get the fuck out before I shoot you. Um, <laughs> I thought they were going to bring on Vicky. Like, oh, life-size doll. Pretend Vicky's a doll, even though she's a robot. But they got this woman with a giant ass chicken puppet on her hand it's like supposed to be like a version of lamb chop but with a chicken instead of a lamb puppet 
Oh, she's a ventriloquist. Okay. children in the audience, the fantastic life-size dancing dolls. Oh, Vicky's dressed up like a doll. Oh, is that Joan and Vicky? Oh, that's wild. I would be bored halfway through. But apparently the audience likes it. Shoney, that was just great. You too, Vicky. Oh, thank you, honey. Thank you, lady. It's <laughs> a big success. Except for one thing. What's that? Brandon's gonna get all the credit when he gives that check to your president, Mr. Jennings. That's uh, not the way it's gonna work, honey. No. What do you mean? You'll see. Yeah. And now for our grand finale, the amazing magic of Miss Harriet Brindle and some little friend of hers. Oh, go fuck yourself, Brandon. Thank you, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. And now I, the great Lassoni, will amaze you with the feats of levitation. Watch him piss himself.
I wouldn't shake my head. <laughs> Was he terrific, huh? Oh, thanks for being a good sport, Brandon. Get, get me out of here. Nope. Well, that concludes our show, ladies and gentlemen. And now I'd like to ask our beloved president of United Robotronics to step out here and accept this check for his favorite charity. I'm supposed to do that! <laughs> Mr. Jennings, on behalf of the Caribous, I would like to present you with this money to be used toward the children's wing of the new hospital you're building. Well, well that's, that's very nice of you and the Caribous, and I thank you, young man. You know, if you ever seek a change of profession, my company is always interested in a man of your caliber. Uh, Mr. Jennings, I, uh, I already work for you. <clears throat> really? I, I'm one of your uh, robotics engineers. Oh! Well, so is Lawson there. No, 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 no sir. Uh, I'm Lawson. That's Brandon. Oh? That's Brindle. Well, then who is that? I'm Brindle. Uh, you know, when I promoted him, I thought he was Lawson. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. So he was supposed to get the fucking promotion. me by mistake? Well, there's nothing I can do about that now. Uh, but the next time there's a promotion, you got it. Oh, th thank you, sir. Anytime, Brindle. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> so Joan and Vicky are performing that creepy-ass doll routine together, and wow, do they look creepy. And then Jamie comes on with a magic trick and brings out the guillotine for Brandon to put his head in. And I'm like, oh, yeah, watch him. He's going to piss himself. <laughs> All right, on stage in front of everybody. Uh, so Ted gets a chance to give that check to Mr. Jennings, who mistook him for Brandon multiple times, even as he's leaving, even after Ted said, I'm Lawson. And we find out that because he gave Brandon, who he thought was Ted, the promotion, which Ted... Would have gotten it. And then he says, well, there's nothing I can do about it now. I'm like, yes, there sure as hell is. You are the president. You can be like, okay, um, I've seen your work as uh, the boss of the robotics. And Brandon, you are fucking horrible. I'm giving it to Ted. Ted is more well-deserved of the position. He works harder. Brandon doesn't do a damn thing. Ugh. But... Mr. Jennings says, oh, the next time there's a promotion, you'll get it. Brindle. Like, fuck. Ugh. This guy is worse than Mr. Burns not remembering Homer Simpson's name. Ugh. So, <laughs> yeah, I just, I like the fact that the way that this played into it with Ted giving the check to Mr. Jennings, even though, like I said, he didn't know. He's like, oh, Brent, like, Brindle, like, ugh. Ugh. I'm sorry, but I think that Ted should go to a business that would actually appreciate his hard work and he can be rec properly recognized for his hard work. You're, you're out of the caribou's as far as I'm concerned. Turn in your antlers, you won't get your last mugger. What pleasure. You step on that skin get the... Yeah, I can. Anyway. Don't lose your head. Yeah, really. Bye, dick. Yeah.
So Brandon kicks Ted out of the caribou club. He takes his camo hat with the antlers off, stomps on it, and walks off. And Brandon's like, oh, you can't leave me here, Ted. Like, yeah, I can. I'll let you walk home with that attached to your, the rest of your body. <laughs> yeah. So that's how the episode ends. It, honestly, weak sauce, lackluster. Nothing good about this episode other than... Even what Ted tried to do to get recognition from his boss backfired on him. Alright, so here's an episode that for February that sounds like this is going to be a real winner. Better than January's. It's called Season 3, Episode 14, Here Today, Gone Tomorrow, which aired the first episode of January 1988. First episode of 1988, January 16th. Vicky gives a bank computer data that Ted is dead. How in the hell? That is going to be some messed up shit. Especially if the fact that they own that, they're paying on that house, but it would be in Ted's name. I don't think Joan's name. So if that were the case, like, oh, all the, um, not to mention all the bills, the electric, the phone, all of that shit would be in his name. That means, oh, if he's deceased, well... We had to shut everything off. In fact, you don't even own your own. Yeah, and that would just be like, what the hell? That I'm looking forward to that episode. So let's. I'm kind of curious to see as far as for the Uga Muga episode if there's any comments on YouTube. Yeah, one of the. <laughs> not surprised. The doll scares me. Hell yeah, it does. That is a creepy ass doll. Dang. Uh, let's see. Oh, here's another one here. Let's see. What do they say on this one? All right, so hopefully you enjoyed this episode. You can watch it on YouTube. Um, I, again, I just, I didn't care for it. It sucked. I knew going into it that it would. So at least February's got a better episode. Have a great rest of January, and I'll see you at the, towards the end of February. Bye-bye, everyone.